0: Welcome everyone to the Berkeley Center for Law and Technologies Expert Series podcast. I'm your host Wayne Stacy, and today we're talking about proposed privacy legislation. In particular, we're talking about the the reintroduced Data Protection Act, which, if passed, and that's a big if, would create a new federal agency focused on privacy. To guide us through this discussion today, we have Reese Hirsch. He's the co-head of the Privacy and Cybersecurity practice at Morgan Lewis and and one of the the nation's leading experts on privacy nationwide. Notably, he's also an author of six published books on cybersecurity. That's important because it's always great to find a a lawyer that's an expert and has a personality at the same time. We get uh, a wonderful guest today to walk us through the, the Data Protection Act of 2021.
1: Well, thanks for having me, Wayne
0: let's just start with the basics. I saw that this was introduced back in, in June of 2021 with some new provisions. So the, the Data Protection Act of 2021, tell us what the key features are.
1: There have been several attempts to pass comprehensive U.S. privacy legislation. This is the latest, but it is a, a pretty comprehensive effort, pretty ambitious, and uh, it is getting some early traction. So I think it's worth taking a look at. And it would establish a new independent federal agency called the Data Protection Agency, which would have the authority to enforce new privacy regulations that they would develop, punish violators, uh, study tech platform data collection practices, a lot of the kinds of things that have been recently uh, scrutinized by Congress. They'd be able to regulate the acts and practices involving use or collection of personal data. And then also um, they would be able to examine mergers that involve uh, significant combinations of personal data where this new agency would be reporting on mergers to the FTC and the DOJ. And then also they would be taking on a new role in regulating data aggregators, companies that are amassing large databases of personal information. So it's really targeting a lot of the things that have gotten the most scrutiny and criticism in recent years. It seems
0: that this federal agency would be incredibly powerful when you compare it to the California agency. They're not really even equivalent, are they?
1: I think it's really intended to address a perceived deficiency in U.S. privacy regulation because uh, we do have the Federal Trade Commission and, uh, you yeah, know, they do good work with somewhat limited resources. But um, the U.S. doesn't have any federal agency that's exclusively dedicated to privacy enforcement. And, uh, for example, uh, when you look at the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, they've got 38 member countries, uh, including Germany, France, the U.K. And the U.S. is the only one that doesn't have a dedicated data protection agency. This bill would be designed to try to remedy that and also create a more kind of beefed up agency because the FTC has in the neighborhood of 40 to 50 personnel dedicated to privacy enforcement, when in the UK, their data protection agency has more in the neighborhood of 180 people concentrating on this subject. So, That is kind of what they're aiming for with this bill, is to create that kind of really robust regulator in the privacy space.
0: When I read through the the proposed statute, the piece that caught my attention was a term that inevitably would be the focus of a lot of regulation, maybe litigation, and that is high-risk data practices. What's that supposed to cover?
1: It covers a lot. It's a very important term because it wasn't present in the 2020 version of Senator Gillibrand's legislation, which did not get out of Senate committee. And it does reflect this attempt to really dig deeper into privacy regulation and look at some of the practices that that have uh, attracted scrutiny. It includes automated decision-making, like using algorithms, consumer profiling on a large scale, uh, combining or matching personal data that's been obtained from multiple sources, and uh, processing involving use of new technologies. And a lot of those terms are fairly broad, but they all reflect an intent to really look under the hood and understand some of the more sophisticated you know, um, you know consumer profiling and targeting practices that, that are occurring in the big tech sector. This high-risk data uh, practices, uh, it would require uh, conducting an advanced risk assessment regarding certain practices and then looking at an impact evaluation on the results of those practices. So it would sort of create some self-regulation of these activities and, and reporting.
0: It seems the way the statute or the proposed statute is put together, the agency itself would have a lot of power to fill in the the gaps and address all the nuances around what is a high risk data practice.
1: That's right. There are there are a lot of gray areas or gaps in this law, you know, that are going to be filled in, you know, assuming it ever passes, you know, with regulations and studies, and and it also sort of outlines the idea that this agency would almost serve as a kind of think tank and develop, you know, sort of sophisticated uh, understanding of current trends in in technology and and privacy.
0: Makes it an incredibly important and
1: influential position uh, if if you get that slot as the first director. That's right. It'll definitely be a a high-profile role. It's also uh, intended to help the government deal with its cyber responsibilities because we've we've seen uh, some major failures at that level in recent years.
0: We know they can make regulations. The real question is will they have the power to enforce any of the regulations? Will they have any teeth?
1: If passed in its current form it will definitely have teeth and that, and that's another thing that they were really looking to remedy with this law because The FTC has, you know, injunctive relief, and they have the ability to impose corporate integrity agreements, but they don't have the ability to levy, you know, the huge fines that are available in certain other sectors. And here, you would have the ability to assess fines of up to a million dollars a day for any person who re-identifies or attempts to re-identify anonymized data. There are also tiered penalties of $5,000, $25,000, up to that million-dollar-per-day figure. Yeah, that's certainly you know, significant penalties that would get the attention of even you know, the largest technology companies. Also, there is a provision for judicial remedies, too, where courts could enforce some of these requirements and require um, disgorgement of revenues, data, or technologies. So it, Definitely has teeth.
0: They've got the ability to get the regulations developed. They've got the teeth to enforce them. Now they just need the the right people to vote for it. What do you see in terms of this bill gaining any traction?
1: It's gaining some early support, although it's it's very very early days right now. But a lot of the privacy advocacy organizations have come out for it. The Electronic Privacy Information Center support the Center for Digital Democracy. You know, representatives Anna Eschew and Zoe Loftgren, who've been very active in the privacy space, are are getting behind it. Yeah, you know, there is sort of bipartisan support, it seems, for some form of of regulation like this. We've seen these efforts stall many times before. So, you know, there's there's no guarantee that this is going to get to the finish line. But I think, you know, I think the climate is steadily changing and you know, there is growing interest in federal privacy legislation. And this looks like maybe the most uh, comprehensive effort so far.
0: Well, hopefully we'll get a chance to, to talk again when it passes, or at least gets a vote. And that's, the, I guess, the next step. Well, thank you so much for your, your time today. I appreciate it. And I think we'll have a, a lot of long-term discussions on either this bill or its successor. Thanks a lot, Wayne. Pleasure talking to you.